Hey, I'm Dr. Laura Berman, a sex and relationship therapist. And for the past three decades, I've been helping people learn how to love and be loved better. That's what we're doing here on The Language of Love, where I get to answer calls and emails from people just like you. My goal with The Language of Love is to help you discover more meaningful, emotional, and physical intimacy, and to help you build more awareness of how precious and sacred your sexuality really is. Be sure to email me or reach out with your very own love, sex, relationship questions, and I might just answer them live on the air. It's time we all become fluent in the language of love. Nick Cannon, he's garnered a lot of attention, especially recently when the news broke that he has another baby on the way. This will be his eighth baby by five different women, which has definitely made him the subject of criticism. But take it from me. Nick is a deeply loving and devoted dad. And while his romantic life is definitely complicated, to say the least, he is truly on a path of spiritual discovery. Now, how do I know this? Well, I sat down with Nick and he got pretty real with me about his feelings about monogamy, his baby mamas, and why he struggles with commitment. How many do you have? Uh, Currently... Uh, seven, seven. Seven. Yeah. Okay. And how many? With ma- some possibles. Are you kidding? <laughs> um, but that's, again, we'll get right, to that right. later. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> so seven children and how many mamas? Five? Five. Six? Let's go five. Let's say say five. <laughs> like, I mean, do you know? Yeah. I mean, I'm just, if I'm sitting there counting, uh, like it's, yeah, it, it's, it's five. I know you have co-parenting relationships with all of them, obviously, right. but how many do you have romantic relationships with? Consistently? Over the past year. Well, that's year. what I'm saying. If we're going to say, if we're going to be honest, yeah. I mean, like, obviously kids keep coming. So yeah, it's like, yeah. it's all, all, all of the, I mean, obviously uh, Mariah and I co-parent very well. So she and I are just, like, we're really great friends and she's kind of taught me so much. So like, that's a. That's, that's above family. The yeah, 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 that's, that's a different. Family. And you were married to her also, and yeah, that's a different that's a, kind of. It's a different. But but setup. these other five or six. <laughs> now we got the six, Doc. I like how we keep going up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't yeah. trust your five. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, is it like a sister white? Not that no. They don't. It's definitely not that they don't want any parts of any polygamy. Or but do any, they know that you're romantically I, or physically and or physically involved? Yeah, I with think they the have to. I think the world knows. I think no, that, not necessarily. You could be co-parenting with like what I assumed at first was that you were co-parenting. Yeah. You know, not only with Mariah but with these other mothers, and maybe one of them, the most recent one you are in a relationship and I with. think that's what I struggle with because even when I define relationship or love and it's like clearly if I care for someone if I have a child with someone there's there has been intimacy and there probably will continue to be intimacy because there's true authentic love there and then then we get into that question of like well how do you define love is it the choice is it the action is it the emotion and you know in dealing when you when you create a family it's all of those things so to have to say okay because this is what i have struggled with the the co-parenting idea like okay we're just gonna co-parent and then you find yourself in these really, you know, nice, warm family yeah, environments. Yeah, you want to really be in that family moment. Yeah, and it's like you're proud of your children and you want to do. And then you find yourself like, all right, well, what what is this? What are we doing? How do we define this? You know, I have 
to do this in in multiple spaces. So I mean, you know, some of the the women that I'm involved with do with it better than others. I I think they're all phenomenal. I think they're all confident and secure in themselves to even have to deal with a person There's like a me. A lot to deal yeah, with. Like, Not you, but the situation in the public eye. Yeah, you know what I mean. Here's your problem, Nick. And I talk to women about this because I don't think women fully understand this, and you need to understand this too. That women are neurologically different than men in many ways, but sexually. When a woman has good sex, and I am guessing that you give these women good sex, and she has orgasms, when she has an orgasm, her brain gets washed with oxytocin, which is the chemical of attachment. So even if she knows that you have all these other partnerships and relationships, and even if intellectually she knows she should be cool and not expect anything from you, when she has good sex with you, she gets chemically See, I've always heard this rumor because it's like dickmatized is yes. what it's called. <laughs> that's it. Dickmatized. It's oxytocin. That's what breastfeeding mothers release to bond them to the baby. Right. It's the bonding chemical. And it happens to guys too, but you have so much testosterone that it sort of counteracts it. Right. So you having sex with all these women keeps them really emotionally feeling abandoned by you, feeling longing for you, all of that. So therefore, when we met and what I was actually attempting to do under the yes. uh, guidance of another therapist before we got a chance to to start building is I was told to withhold. Yes, <laughs> I be was celibate. Told, when yeah, I be, met you, you were celibate. Yes, and it was... I thought at first it was working and I told the world that probably was a problem. I probably shouldn't have told it because then I felt like it was like this challenge. Yeah, where we people were all watching. And then everybody was like, I'm going to make you break your celibacy. Yeah. I'm like, why would you want to do that? <laughs> but so what ended up happening, it got to this space where it wasn't healthy because then it started bringing up all of these things of like, well, why are you doing this? Are you in it? And a lot of people in my life started making it like, well, is it me or is it our connection? Or I'm like, no, I'm really doing this to one, to be honest, keep the peace. Yes. You know, because then I can be like, I'm not having sex at all with anyone. And I then, mean, can't you just have sex with someone who isn't one of your baby mamas or pick then, one? Then they, then they want to become my baby mama too. That's the problem. But can't you, like, what about birth control? Can't you just say yeah. no? Okay, absolutely. And I'll walk you through this process. Yeah, walk me through So. I'm, first of all, I'm this not. This is how irresistible like, Nick Cannon is. No, no. I, when it comes to hygiene and all, I'm the biggest germ freak in yes, the world. Yes. Like, I will put on two condoms. Right. Uh, like, if I don't know you and I feel like, okay, the, and really, probably this is part of the problem because I'm such a germaphobe and I'll, I'll go to the extent of like, yo, we sh let's go to the doctor good, together. That's and good. I get my blood taken. You know, every three weeks because of my condition. Yeah, so, yeah. and I'm like, so run it up. All, yeah, tell run, me, like, run all the STD I want to know all yeah. of the panels. I want to know what bacteria I'm studying. <laughs> I need to know everything because that's how much of a germ freak yeah, I am. Yeah. So, I'm really. So, that's why you like your little cadre of women whose history you know. I know. And are they I, not doing it with anyone else? From what they tell me. Uh, are they allowed to? If they, if I feel like if I'm not fulfilling you and you, there's a void in your life, please feel free to go. That's a different answer than what I asked. I, because I first I don't have dominion or the authority to tell them what they're allowed. But if to they do. were with someone else, it wouldn't mean necessarily you weren't satisfying them physically. It could be or emotionally. I say I didn't say physically. Yeah, because it's not a physical thing. If there's something in your life, if there's a void in your life that I'm not fulfilling. 
you should go find it. Right. And is there any consequence for that if she does? I think there's a natural, and I'm going to get back to the to my process, but yeah, yeah, I, yeah. now we're going, we, we made it left. I think there is definitely a natural, I won't even call it consequences, cause and effect. If I believe that you are solely for me, and there's certain things, there's certain energies that we'll share on that level. As soon as I know that there's someone else in play, and whether that's financially, whether that even emotionally, I'm going to say, oh, let me pull back so you can uh, have an opportunity to to yeah. grow with that other yeah. person. I've been deeply in love with people. That actually occurred. And I stepped back and allowed that to happen. And now that person has flourished and is carrying on and has a, an yeah. amazing relationship. Yeah. But are there financial consequences? Of course. But yeah. hopefully I'm dealing with strong enough women and, and well-minded in the sense to where they were never really in it just for financial reasons. No, of anyway. course not. So, but if they've gotten used to a certain But lifestyle. if I buy a house yeah. and you feel like you need to have another man in your life, that house needs to become, now become you and that man's house. Right. No longer my house. Right. So whatever financially, however that has to happen. You got, hopefully you've chosen a man that can now do the same things well, or better so that I could do for you. they're not going to do that. Like, let's, well, I'm just that's putting their my, fault. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but what about for your kids? Like, well, that, you, I'm all, that, that's not wouldn't even Wouldn't you like question. say to this mother, for instance, that we're talking, I don't know who we're, you know, just yeah. hypothetical. I bought you this house for, for stability for our child or children. I'm not willing to commit to a monogamous relationship with you. I know that's what you want. I have put together what the child needs financially. You can have this house, go on and we'll co-parent together. I've had some fine examples and, and I'm going to give you my, my ultimate goal is to be in scenarios with women, specifically the mother of my children, where they are so financially stable that they don't need me yeah. and that they can make the decisions yeah. that they want to make. I, I want to build a woman up in a space to where one, I don't want you with me just because of my money no, or what I can never. do with you anyway, because then you're not really with me. Yeah. You're, this is a business arrangement. Well, they're not really with you for your money. They're really into you, but you're not willing to <laughs> commit to them. So it's not that they don't want to be. So that goes all the way back around to the process, what I believe I have to offer, whether yeah. it's physically, spiritually. I'm, like, I know I can feed into you and you can feed into me, so it should be a fair exchange. Yeah. So it, to say all of that, it if it's not, Again, if there's a void, you should go find it. If you are unhappy in any way, you can only define your own happiness. It can't be, you can't be seeking it through right. me. So I have these conversations on many levels. So, but again, because I'm going back to this digmatized thing, which yeah, I was, because that's, prob that's probably the one thing that. You're digmatizing <laughs> the mom. So if I'm having intercourse and it's compatible and the chemistry is great. Yeah. Hopefully you're not desiring it from anyone else. Right. And in that sense, because of the processes that we've taken and once we start and it's clean, we both know we're healthy and yeah. clean and yeah. we start with condoms and this woman is like, oh my God, this is, there's a connection there. Yeah. Then you want to get even deeper with the connection. So then you're like, wow, we've been doing this protected thing and it's amazing for three to six months. And then life happens. You start spending the night over the person's house that, you know, before it was like, I come in, I have the condom. We know where it is. It's on the best hand. But then now you're taking showers together. Now you're waking up. Now that the condom is way the in the other room. And that's how the birth control gets left behind? <laughs> For me specifically. Or yeah. if someone is on, you know, some kind of 
pill or yeah, yeah. whatever those processes are. Those things, then it becomes, oh, well, I'm on a pill or I'm, yeah. I have an IUD or whatever. And then it's like, okay, then it's more casual. Then there, because when there's, then it's a stronger connection, yeah. obviously, because now you trust each other right. differently than you did. But why don't you ask them all to get on birth control? Like, so were most of these pregnancies unplanned? I to see that you, well, you're walking me into a dangerous territory, Doc. <laughs> okay, you don't have to <laughs> I'm answer. I'm never going to say that. This is what I say because... Not every, that they weren't I, the most wonderful I'm gonna surprise. I'm going to take full but... responsibility. Any woman that I know that I have unprotected sex with, it was the potential to have a child. So I feel like if I have unprotected sex with anyone, I know because one, I value everything about me so much that I was like, there. if I've gotten to that point where I could say I could take off this condom, I'm going to say then she could be the mother of my child. Boy, and your boys can swim because you, you just like <laughs> they get they there come quickly. out there. Yeah. <laughs> so in that sense, I would say there every woman that I have a child with, there has definitely been conversation about wow, how amazing this would be. And I feel like every woman that I have a child with are amazing mothers. And I did there was a thought process in going to like, man, she would be an amazing mom or yo, she's desired children. Oh, I can't wait to see what type of mother she would be. So in saying that, I would say that they're all playing. And what do you do at holidays? Can they all come together? I, first, this is the other crazy thing. And going back to Valentine's I really want to bring them all together. You no. Know, Please. This is, I hate holidays. <laughs> with a, Probably because of this process. But even growing up, I've never, you know, I come from a understanding and probably a little too, uh, what do they call it? Where this faux neo-intellectualism where yeah. I'm like... I hate anything that's established by the government. Yeah, yeah. I hate it's a Hallmark holiday. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was going to use those terms. It's a pagan yeah. holiday. It's yeah, a Hallmark yeah, yeah, holiday. Yeah, yeah. You've used that? And I, but, no, <laughs> but that was used on me as a yeah, child. Yeah. You know what I mean? From like my did dad. Did you not have Christmas and things like that? We did, but yeah. it was told that like, this isn't the real meaning of yeah, Christ. Yeah, yeah. And this well, is, yeah. Jesus was actually born in September. Like I've like yeah, all yeah, of these yeah, things. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so growing up, I would hear those things so then I started to regurgitate them and then be like I don't like holidays and and I love the fact that they bring families closer yes. together but now they become stressful Loaded. for me because and trying and attempting to bring why mine. can't they all come together Maybe I think all my children can come together oh, yeah. have they not yeah my yeah, kids, kids I, and that's no one no one has ever said that I can't be in the presence of but all my children. But the women won't but, come together? Yeah. I mean, I mean, let's take Mariah out of the fray. Yeah, because like, she ain't she fucking ain't, with nobody. No, she's <laughs> she, not coming she together with anybody. in her castle. <laughs> yeah, in her beautiful castle in the sky. And she's a queen. Yes, and, exactly. But the other ones, why can't we bring them all? To, I would be in such ecstasy sitting tried down it. with I've, all of them. I've and what happens? Um, some are more reluctant than others. Some are, all of them, beautiful spirits. Some are... are are more headstrong than others and don't want to be, you know, looked at. Because it's, it's all about uh, perception and, and therefore ego because no one wants to look like if you allow society to define yeah. it, then it makes some people think it's a it's a weak thing. Some people think that it's a almost a, a grotesque thing. What, their position. Yeah. In your, so so in they life? so they look like they don't see that. Others may, you know um, what I mean? If you start to pay attention to what's No, being, but I'm just talking about like them with each other. Can't they come? But that's what I think. They're put, they, they probably have they their guards up. And yeah. that's, I, I kind of deal with this on a daily basis because I, I challenge the ideas of like, why? Like if you take, se and that's what I did for a few months, yeah. take sex off yeah. of the table. Why can't I ha have a companionship or a friendship yeah, with this friendship. person and this person and this person yes. and we all coexist? Yes. Like, what is it about 
us not being able, like, I got. It would be so much easier. I have if friends you didn't from have all the way back. Them. Yeah, if I, and you know, it, I can, I can do that. I offer that up all the time. Like, all right, well, we just not gonna have sex. No, if they're not gonna say yes to that, you have to. And then it's like, that. if you're not having sex with me, then and that's where it got to is like, well, you're you're lying. You're not. You must be having. You're just not having sex yeah. with me because yeah. you want to have sex. Yeah, with yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And then but I what? Get, but like. Because you have these romantic and emotional and physical connections with these women. You haven't shifted from being in an actual relationship, love sexual relationship with them, to being in a co-parent friendship with them. I've tried it. I've tried it with everyone. But you can't just try it by saying, I'm not going to have sex anymore. (laughs) Why not? You have to try it by saying, I want to change the nature of our relationship. But I mean, that comes with it because it's like permanently. And it's easy to say, look, let's just focus on our child or children. Yeah. And then what ends up happening, like you can do it for a year. And like, man, we've been co-parenting great for a year. And then one good well you'll have one a bump good in night the at nobu and the sake gets going <laughs> and you can't help it. i mean if I, I don't drink but yeah. I, I think but it's it's just whatever that chemistry whatever allows those endorphins to start flowing and you get on a so higher... you can't resist either absolutely i'm yeah. a lover I, i'm a hopeless romantic you put me in the right environment with someone i have a child with like and i watch you be an amazing mother of course i'm attracted to you yeah. Like, I can't help but not. And then if you well, attract you it to, to me. you act on the attraction if you know you it's going to complicate it? things later. Everything. Life's complicated. Well, so then. Okay. It's complicated already and we're not having sex. Might as well enjoy ourselves. <laughs> 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 like, like, I really want to get them all together. They admire you. You would be in deep trouble. No, if, because I'm so they, no, open if, and honest. If, I, if they all became friends. No, I think that'd be amazing. It would be amazing, but they would probably. Gang oh, that up would on challenge all of society's idealism. That's my and... fantasy: is that we get them to be all friends. None of them have problems with each other. They're such strong-willed women that they're not worried. So wait, now what's going to happen now? Because I, when I was on the show, Marie Osmond was on there with you, yeah. and she was saying she was going to fix Hook you me up. up. Like you call yourself single. Are yeah. you single? I mean, uh, what, what would you call me? Doc? You're the doctor. I would call you polyamorous in a polyamorous relationship right now. What does that right mean, now? though? Because in order to be polyamorous, everyone has to agree. Well, they all are agreeing. They're, they're just not, not agree- agreeing to be with each other, but they're all agreeing to be with you, and they're all agreeing to be... To know, so would you know. define I'm in a I'm in a relationship with all of these people? You're you well because then you, if that's the case, what defines the relationship? Sex, sex, yeah, sex. So then I'm I'm in a relationship with everyone I have sex with. Well, not if it's casual sex, but if you love them, you're romantically so involved I, and so sexually if I involved. Love and have sex. That's if you're a relationship. emotionally and physically involved, <sighs> okay. ongoing. Now, if it's a friend you love and you have sex with them once. That's a friend relationship. But if you have someone who you are, yeah, friend with benefits. (laughs) If you feel that deep connection, you're co-parenting together and you're being sexual together, that is a relationship. So then that then shall be defined as polyamorous because it's multiple. Multiple people that you're in. I come from the understanding to define me is to confine me. What is not single to you? Married? Married. Yeah. Is not single. When you allow the government and paperwork to come in and say, this is a bond, this is a covenant yeah. that is honored amongst multiple people throughout the land, that's you're not single. And other than that, you're single. 
Uh, or you can still make covenants without getting the government involved. You can make a covenant and just say, you, where two people say, we choose to be monogamous because right. we value this so much that we don't want anyone else to be a part of this or intrude this yeah. energy that we have. And I just don't feel like that's healthy. I don't I don't feel like and they know monogamy they, is healthy. I feel like that gets into the space of yeah. selfishness and ownership. Well, it can and it does. <laughs> and it sure as hell doesn't come naturally. So I feel like my ultimate goal, or not goal, I just feel like my trajectory in life is, you know, I'm what, 41 now. As I continue, one, be the best father I can be. And as I get into an older age that I'll probably just like, Whoever's willing to put up with me. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be the one That'll you be the person who sticks <laughs> Whoever's around. still standing. Because I, every relationship that I, relationship that I go into, I, and I, I usually have this conversation up front. It was like, you're going to leave. You're going to get tired of my shit, like, eventually. And hopefully, by that time, we've had some great experiences, some great memories, and you're a better person than whoever comes after me. Would so be you like, expect everyone to everybody. just fail. Why do you expect that? Because look at this scenario. Who wants to put up with me for a long period of time? Well, these women clearly are. You dickmatize them. That's, but frat- you mean once the dickmatizing's <laughs> over, they might, they might. Or like, them. but even to that point, because they get so frustrated, yeah. and then they they break out. Aww. And it's happened every time. And do they ever? Do you tell them from the beginning that you're not going to be monogamous? Yes. Okay. I good. think I think at this point. If Everybody you know who knows. Nick Cannon is, you know he's probably yeah. you know a lot about me in that sense of like <laughs> I'm the guy your mom warned you about. Like, stay away from but that. But you're dude. so sweet. But that's, that's like I, always, I, I, I say this all the time. I I am a better friend, yeah, and companion than I am a boyfriend, boyfriend relationship yeah. Yeah. husband. That all makes of those. sense. Well, yeah. I'm very grateful to be your friend and see, companion. Exactly. See, we you you get to see this side of me. You don't. You don't. You're not worried where I am at three in the morning and what I'm, I'm doing. <laughs> I can only imagine. Speaking yeah. of which, I have to hold your feet to the fire about uh, something. Uh-oh. I love when you do your little man panels. <laughs> you know what I'm going to ask you about? Which one? What did I say? You said that you are anti-toy. I am. I, no, no, no. I'm not anti-toy. I'm anti-toy in the room with me while I'm trying to please you. Okay. So because Go, if you got, first of all, I love the toy. Send me a video with you and the toy. <laughs> okay. That's what I'm gonna need. <laughs> but when you're there, but you don't want I'm our door. They're not. Because then what, what you're telling me is this toy can take you to a place that I can't. And and it's all about quality time. Yeah. Because you can use that toy 23 hours of the day, but you choose to bring that toy in when I'm here. So like your average woman, once she, I mean, you're, none of your baby mamas are there yet, but they will be when they reach their mid to late 40s usually. Right. They have a harder time reaching. It has nothing to do with the yeah. fabulous penis yeah. or technique. They just have a much harder time getting aroused and reaching orgasm. See, I don't need. know that. I never, this is news to me. And they need added stimulation. So, okay, let me be that added stimulation. Let's figure it out. Let's, let's challenge each other to where... I, and again, I'm such a pleaser to yeah. my core. That is that sounds like a challenge to me. So if I'm knowing, and I've, I've actually, because I actually do really enjoy seasoned women. I like older <laughs> women and have been in scenarios yeah. to where I feel like older women are actually more comfortable and free oh, yeah. with themselves and can be actually. So I've been in scenarios to where it's like, okay, let's go here. And everything from, from tantric sex to everything to being 
at doing different things to allow you to reach a different type of orgasm. I'm not going to get too deep into this, but it sounds like what I've learned is that something that is vibrating, that's yeah. more of a clitoral stimulation. Yeah. Yeah. That it's almost like working out. It's going to be repetitive and you're going to drive you to such a place that, oh, my brain releases something. Yeah. Where I don't like that type of sex. I'd rather take you my like time. You like the slow burn. Take my time. Let's up. connect. Let's figure out. And again, because I heard whether people believe in G-spots or internalizing things, but I feel like there's a true internal connection. Oh, and yeah. that orgasm is so much better. Like just men, like I can sit here and masturbate and and, and get to that point in, in the shower. By the time I'm out the shower, <laughs> you're done. I'm released and I'm done. Yeah. But that is not nowhere near the type of orgasm you have when you are actually making love to someone yeah. and you guys can feel each other and you guys like your, your chakras are, are, are aligned yeah to the moon like sex. that's that's amazing like yeah. that's a different feeling than me just rubbing one out so yeah. no it so is. i feel like that toy is the equivalent of to a woman just rubbing one out and that's great. Yeah. Rub one out when you can. But when I'm here, I want to have that quantum connection. I want to be able to okay. be like, so All that's, right. that's so why. So you're not opposed to toys. Nah, I just don't want wanna... them in the room with me. And that's most... my competition. Yeah. Well, <laughs> although I did this huge national study once on what the most sexually satisfied women have in common. Uh-huh. And it's not orgasm, ironically. It is the emotional connection they feel with the person they're having sex I've with. This. I've learned that this. most predict predicts, and they can't have emotional connection with a toy. Yes. So they the toy can't compete with you there. And good, yeah. So you <laughs> won't be usurped by that. But I think you're one of the rare men that like, you know, probably would be willing to spend a very long time helping to get her. I there. love that. Like again, I, I if I. If I come and she doesn't, I feel like I failed. That's not good sex. Yeah. Like, I'm like, this is. Yeah. Well, that's why women fake because he feels that way. And then she's like, oh. But then it's like, nah, let's. And before you get to faking, because we talk about that on the man panel too, let's figure out why you have to fake. Yeah. And and let's introduce, then we can introduce whatever you need to introduce. And I've been in a scenario, I I hate to say it sometimes, but like, whether it's like, all right, well, we got to get the toy. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> it's been three hours. Yeah, let's like, go get right, it. <laughs> let's just... But you got to give it the old college try it, first. I have to. And uh, to me, foreplay is the most exciting part. Yeah. And uh, sometimes that even happens before we get to the bedroom. I want you to be, and that's how I feel like, I want you to be so turned on even before oh we have sex. that have lining up. By the time it. we get there, it's like, oh, that was, that was good. <laughs> so <laughs> you are going to have them lining up. <laughs> On top of your baby mama's. <laughs> Sounds like a How good time. How many more can you take? Again, I got to slow down just because I, uh, as much as a sexual being as I am, I got to be uh, the best father I could be first and foremost. Yeah, that's tricky to balance all of that. The the, 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 the vasectomy thing is starting to sound more and more real. Are to you going to do it? <laughs> oh, answer me this. Have you ever, they said once a man turns 45, he probably should chill like they make you check the questionnaire like when you are having children like is the father a, over, a, 40. over 45 oh, so, yeah, they, so I've, I've created this 45 year old mark that that gotta stop that having that your boys may yeah not they, they, be the they're best not they, they're anymore. not tip-top soldiers at, yeah after no they aren't they aren't uh women you know they used to think it was just women yeah their eggs got uh sort of 
sticky and oldish. Yeah. But it's really uh, men too. Over their forties, you you have a higher risk for complications and mm. developmental so issues. So I feel like and, so after forty five. So how old couple, are you now? I'm forty one. I'll be forty two oh. this year. Boy, you can do a lot of damage in three years, man. <laughs> we may end up with another five or six kids. Well, I, hey, hey, that's and that be I. I don't know what's going to happen. All right, so here's what it sounds like happens. You get, you meet someone, you start dating them. I don't want to meet anyone new. Okay, we're done with it. You're not <laughs> meeting anyone new? But it happens. <laughs> I'm okay. not looking. I, I don't know the last time I've been to a nightclub. Or, I, I've never been on a dating app. But when you like them, it keeps going. You use condoms. You're ha- you dickmatize them. You're really liking them. You start fantasizing. Look wow, up a year later. you would be a really good mother I really am attached to you. And then you get a little spontaneous <sighs> and then you have a baby. I don't have the bandwidth for it anymore, though, because I, I feel like I do owe all the women that are currently in my life. I owe them at least as much energy, time and effort as I could possibly. Yeah. And, and specifically and my your kids, kids more than yeah. any. I mean, that's that's where the guilt goes back to the guilt backpack. Like I, every time I close my eyes, I see my kids. Aww. So it's like I. Yeah, we got to get you spending time with all of them together. Cause then no, but you, see, and again, because I'm blessed enough to be in those positions to where I I can rent out Disneyland. Yeah. I can rent out. <laughs> you go over there to the Matterhorn. You go to Space Mountain. You guys don't even have to see, yeah. see each other. And so, then they all play together. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, it's definitely an unorthodox, non-traditional setup, but it's working. Yeah. So what'd you say is to define you to is to confine. To find you. To to yeah. to label me is to disable me. I'm, I got to, I can't, don't, don't put labels on me. So yeah. I'm enjoying life. I'm happy. I'm he- again because I've been in those spaces where it's been so dark. Yeah. And I've been I've been in the hospital bed looking up. I've been depressed and feeling stuck. I've been so the fact that I can wake up each and every day and have great conversation and make people smile and you know provide for others. It's it's a blessing. I'm it a- is a blessing. And you're and I know you have tremendous faith. And I've watched you. You pray before every show with the yeah. crew. You pray with the audience. Yeah, yeah. And you feel such gratitude for life and the platforms you've been given yeah. and the opportunities. And in my mind, that heart and that intention is really the gift that you get to give your children. Uh, and I hope they receive it. And like I said, if anything I could teach my children is to be respectful and to be loving and yeah. compassionate. Are you going to teach them to digmatize? <laughs> the, the boys. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to teach my daughters how not to get digmatized. Ah, that'll be interesting. <laughs> I'm a, hopefully. Yeah. Because <laughs> we're going through this whole other concept. We won't talk about this now, Doc, but there's, I had this stand-up joke where I always talk about, I hope all my daughters are lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> So then you we have, have even more stuff in common. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'll teach them all your tricks. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> jokes people yes it's a joke (laughs) we had so much fun talking thank you so much for joining me this is is all every time i talk to you it's so helpful i mean the fact that we can have discussions on multiple levels because everything from grieving to you know orgasms it's not often that you can have a connection with someone I mean, but it's real. It's it's real. Like uh, from that extent, and you know, you you have a wealth of knowledge and wisdom that uh, I'm I'm happy to be a recipient of, and to be to do it in front of the world. I'm open to it. Well, I'm happy to uh, have met you and get to benefit from being in the presence of your beautiful heart. Oh, thank you. It means a lot. 
It's a love fest. It's a love fest. I wanna make a move. I wanna make a move. 